Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's Housing Wire Daily episode features an interview with Tracy Velt, who is the managing editor at Real Trends, a Housing Wire sister company. In this episode, Velt discusses the recent launch of the new Real Trends website, the most significant real estate trends at the moment, and what's ahead for the Real Trending podcast. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, Housing Wire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join Housing Wire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I'm joined by Tracy Velt, Managing Editor at Real Trends, a Housing Wire sister company. Tracy, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, Tracy, for our listeners who may not know you yet, you're the Managing Editor of Real Trends, as well as the host of Real Trending, a podcast that focuses on interviewing the brightest minds in real estate. Can you tell us a little bit more about the show and what are some of the topics you've been covering lately on the podcast? Sure. Um, So real trending, as you said, I interview the brightest minds in real estate. So those are real estate industry leaders and executives. And I speak with them on issues that are important for building a better business. Um, Many brokers from around the country, they're developing these super innovative programs for agents. They're promoting important issues in their community. And they're finding new ways to stay profitable, which is obviously extremely important. So we uncover their success secrets and we dive deeper into how they're innovating and adapting to change. Um, I look at these topics as a spark for brokers who are looking for solutions to their current industry problems, and they can learn from other industry leaders what they're doing. So some recent interviews, I featured an independent broker and she had this incredible new model for virtual teams and brokers. It's kind of a powered by their company model in order to compete with some of the discount brokers who are in their area right now. 
And we also spoke with a Keller Williams operating partner about his coaching and the data that he relies on to help his agents succeed. So yeah, that's it. Interesting. Well, yesterday, Real Trends announced its relaunch of its website. So what are some of the new ways that users can engage with the platform? Oh, yeah, our, our relaunch looks great. So it's super streamlined. <laughs> and we hired a new writer to help us be a little more strategic in the information that we offer. We're really focusing on analysis, trends and strategies for brokers, teams and agents. Um, so we're trying to continue that legacy of being the trusted source for trends and analysis. And we're doing that by sharing comprehensive data that we have about the real estate industry in a way that allows our readers to make strategic changes in their businesses based on the trends that we're seeing. So the website will just be a reflection of that. And we've got some really exciting new products as well with our broker source um, newsletter that goes out on Tuesdays and Fridays. And that is brokerage industry news trends analysis that will help um, brokers do their business better. Exciting. Yeah, I was able to take a look at it yesterday. It looks great so far. So excited to yeah. see more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to look, I want to focus back on real trends. So looking at the recent real trends episode where you sat down with Coldwell Banker real estate president and CEO Ryan Gorman, and you also spoke with Coldwell Banker Picket Fences broker and owner Booker Pickett. So in the episode, you discussed the challenges and barriers for minority brokers and a new program that aimed at giving them a hand up. But listeners should really go and listen to the entire episode. But what are a few key takeaways from the interview with Gorman and Pickett that you can give our listeners today? Yeah, that was a great, really a great podcast. Um, Coldwell Banker has been doing a lot to remove barriers for minority LGBTQ plus veteran and female real estate leaders. So this program is just one of the things that they're doing. But more importantly, was really Booker Pickett's work in his um, local area. He truly cares for the people in his community. And so he works tirelessly to help them become homeowners. And this program allowed him to hire people to handle administrative work so that he could focus on growing the brokerage and doing that community outreach. So he's a true servant leader and he's made such an impact in his community, reaching out to people through the local churches. And I guess the biggest takeaway is that you can combine being a servant of your community with a successful real estate career and his authenticity and passion for helping others really shines through and helps him in his success. So he's a great inspiration. Yeah. And um, what are some other topics that you are planning on covering coming up here in this month of March for Real Trending? Oh, I have a great one. Um, Donnie Sampson of Sampson Properties will be our next podcast. And he grew or his leadership team in him grew their brokerage. I think it was 71% over the last two years. So I talk a lot about that because it's not through mergers and acquisitions like some people might expect. It's all through organic growth and recruiting. So he will talk a lot about the um, secrets that he has for doing that. And, and we cover some, uh, some pretty interesting topics and he gets really granular about how they've grown the business and what made them kind of decide to change their business model and to, to really go after this. So 
So it's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Well, you know, as we're already now three months into 2021, which is pretty incredible, what are some of the biggest trends in real estate you're paying attention to right now? Gosh, there's so many. Um, one big one is really the continued pressure on gross gross margins and discovering all the ways brokers are finding to make up those losses through other services. And for gross margin, that's the revenues remaining to the company after payment of all commission splits, referral fees, and franchise fees. I know most of our listeners will know that, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, the gross margin for all firms in 2019 was down 13.8% compared to 22% just six years ago. Um, the good news is that brokers are adapting to the highly competitive environment and they're reducing costs where they can. But this is definitely a trend that we're watching and um, offering help to help them manage and hold the line on profit margins. Uh, and then really they're the big one for everyone is the lack of inventory. And we kind of think it's likely to get worse before it gets better. We're trying to figure out what will cause the existing homes to come on the market. I think we have four to 5 million existing homes to come on the market when sellers have nothing to buy. Um, If you add to that, that consumers are sitting on nearly, I think it was 1.4 trillion more in savings accounts now than before the pandemic hit. And we've got the stimulus through the federal government adding 2.5 trillion to the economy. And we're really wondering whether that will worsen the affordability issue. We've got rising oil prices, and that's typically a sign of inflation. And that might mean higher interest rates, making it even harder to find kind of that attainable or affordable workforce housing. So we're hoping that a coordinated effort with federal, state, local, NAR, private sector might find some solutions to that, because I think that is definitely a big um, issue and trend that that we're watching right now. Yeah, I think a lot of our listeners will be interested in hearing more about those trends as well, because it impacts so many people. Well, before we go, what's one story or trend in real estate people should be paying attention to, but maybe aren't right now? Well, everybody's paying attention to the mortgage forbearance and its impact, but what they're not really thinking about is the single family investment properties owned by private Americans. So we have these rental moratoriums and they're impacting a lot of these mom and pop private investments in single family residential. And so that's something that we're really watching closely because the good news with that is that a lot of those properties might come on the market. So we have, I think two, it's on top of the 2.7 million mortgages directly in forbearance. We have millions of homes owned by those investors and they're seeing no income from the rental tenants for the last 12 months. So that's a, that's something that a lot of teams, brokerages and agents can act on now by accessing their databases, finding out which homes in their areas are owned by investors and reaching out and building relationships because these investors might see them as a, a potential sale rather than holding on to them. That's really interesting. Well, that's a lot of great insight here today, Tracy. But before we go, I want to ask, is there anything else that you'd like to add today or something that our listeners should know? Oh, gosh. Um, just that we're thrilled to be a part of the HW Media team. I mean, we're growing quickly and we have a great loyal audience and we're looking to add more to that audience. And You know, I encourage people to subscribe to our broker source newsletter and the open house newsletter that's done by Housing Wire, which is for agents and to check out our new website at realtrends.com. 
And especially I would love for people to reach out to me, share their success stories, their business concerns, trends they're seeing in the local market. Um, I would love to hear from them. That's great. And where can people find you? Uh, my email is tvelt at realtrends.com. So it's super easy. Um, and they could also reach out and subscribe through our newsletter um, to our newsletter through realtrends.com. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Tracy. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. That's a wrap for today's episode of Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.